Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Welcome to episode number 100 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media, and today presented to you by a good friends over at SeatGeek. And today we welcome in the guy who was the first ever co-host on the first ever edition of the Chris Rose Rotation, Trevor May of the New York Mets. You are now number 100. Holy smokes, dude. We made it. 100 episodes. That's it's impressive. When we talked about doing the show, um, you know, that we that 100 is, is one of those milestones that you hit and uh, you hope you get there when you first start a show that it's been successful enough to be around that long. So congratulations, man. It's awesome. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you for being such a big part of it. Um, let's start with the, the interesting stuff. Uh, I can see in the fuzzy background with your really cool camera, a nice refrigerator. Where where are you in Florida? Uh, I am literally like four minutes from the from the stadium, just in Port St. Lucie. So I have not uh, one time opened that fridge. By the way, there's two of them. They're next to each other. You can't see them. This is the weirdest. Like. This is two units, uh, Airbnb. What happened was when I got here, it turned out that the uh, the apartment that we had rented was at the PGA Resort, not at the PGA Golf Club, which are two different places. Ooh, so the resort is an hour away. Oh, 50 miles in Jupiter. So I arrived. I had to be at the field at six, and I checked on my phone. It was like 1230 at night. That was, travel was a nightmare. Uh I get there and I'm like, I talk to my wife and I'm like, Hey, I got to go and I get there in five hours. Let me check how far exactly I am. Cause I didn't know exactly where this was. I thought I was here where I am now, but I was actually an hour away. So I checked and I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I gotta go to bed four hours. It was a tough, tough first six, four to four or five days of spring for me. So wait, you were, you were living like an hour away for the first week for the first like three days, my agent actually, cause we did it through the agency and, and, uh, our, our, you know, um, Shelby, our person who has helps with the leases and stuff, you know, bless her heart. She didn't know that there was two and I didn't either. So like, but she, she got on top of this place, found this great place down there. Uh, we're all, is all set up like months and months ago. And I get there and basically my agent's like, you know what? We're getting this Airbnb. It's on me. Like just Ooh. Get closer. Yes. That's, that's what agents are for guys. Hold uh, on. Hold on. They picked up the entire tab. For the for the Airbnb, yeah, but I'm that's for the fucking awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It, it, you know what? My agent, my my agent took me out to dinner recently, and I think that was about it. That's well. Uh, what we were talking about this other day, Joey Votto said this in a in an interview. They're like, "You're." I heard your agent took you out to like the it was like a Michelin star restaurant in the in the city for the All Star game. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, it was it was phenomenal." He's like, and he picked up the tab. He's like, "Yeah, he picked up the tab." He goes, he goes, is uh, or they go, "Who paid?" And he goes, "Well, he paid, but I paid." And they're like he made you pay like, no no i paid him and then he used that money to buy me dinner they're like oh yeah good point oh god in our next lives we should all come back as agents we should we should you know? there was there was a time where my agent was he, he's done some good good deals recently and i've given given crap about me never paying him again because i'm not his i'm not the uh i'm not the golden goose that is for certain oh who is mm. One of the big ones. We have You're one not going to make ones. me do my homework, are you? Come no, on, it's, just it's spooky. 
He's we have Mookie. Oh my gosh. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, we're doing great. He's doing great. We're already doing everyone's doing great. Everyone's happy. Let's just put it that way. Everyone's happy. Isn't it great though? That like they um, you know, so Mookie is like, right? The prodigal yeah. son, yes, $365 million deal. Had Nelly great. at his at his wedding. Yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. All that. And then like here's here's the two little maze, like, hi. Holiday party too, and everybody looks at you like the charity cases. Hey, look at the reliever. We got one reliever, (laughs) and that's him. Everyone else is starting pitchers and star right fielders. Okay, I you know one of the many reasons I wanted you as as a co-host on this is because you open your eyes to so much more than just the baseball world. But I need to know how much discussion there was about Will Smith and Chris Rock in the clubhouse the next day. Didn't even I didn't know. What stop? No, I didn't. I didn't know until later, like late, later that, like, like the evening after. The evening after? I didn't know. Now that was, honestly, it was so well done that it looked scripted. Right. I was like, as any, have you, I don't know if anyone's tried to like jokingly slap their friend or something in their life, or like maybe actually slap someone in per- real life, but it's hard enough doing a high five when you're both aiming. Like, how do you? <laughs> slap someone that smoothly and not like knock them off like he even like had the, he took it like it was in there like they both done it in the movie or, like oh well, obviously they have but it, it's it was crazy i was like that almost looked scripted but then it very clearly wasn't <laughs> we 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 figured out it clear very clearly wasn't right after <laughs> how are you you're so tuned in with social media and everything else like you weren't getting like oscar alerts or something no god no. i'm i'm I haven't been as tuned in. Uh, I've been I've been flying on the radar just a little bit more recently. Um, it's kind of nice, but that was something that I'm kind of mad that I missed immediately. But what a crazy, crazy situation! Did you did you guys talk about it at all? I mean, uh, people were like, "Wow!" Like publicly, like just he. There must have been so much, but like now I'm like I'm like empathizing like. He, you know, there's some emotion attached to this subject, obviously, and it's not even for a professional like Will couldn't let it fly any longer. So I was like, it's re- it's crazy because you're like, he should be able to joke and people like that's it's roasting is happening all the time in these things. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, also like Will sticking up. I mean, I can't hate that either. Not oh, the way to okay. Do it. Now, hold on. Did you have a discussion with Kate about this or no? I did. Yes. Okay. Okay, I want to hear how it went. That's kind of what we came to. It's like it was hard to find. Obviously, it was handled poorly by not handled poorly. I think that the situation unfolded by maybe some not so tasteful jokes, followed by not a great reaction, not a great example. But at the same time, emotionally, I've been there both ways where you're trying to make a joke and someone gets like more offended than you anticipated. And then you're like, then you actually feel really bad. And but then you have to continue doing what you were doing kind of like chris rock's like i have to keep posting and doing this even though maybe yeah. i went too far there uh and i don't know it was it what a crazy crazy thing to happen in the biggest award show in the planet so i michelle and i were watching together and yeah. she was kind of doing some work and i was like oh my god did you see that and she had you know she didn't see it originally so we went back we watched it we and then we started talking about it and i said well hold on here i said would you have looked at me better as a husband if i had done exactly what will smith had done she's like hell no she's like if you wanted to yell from your chair that would have been good enough for me 
And yeah. that's what no I said. No one wants like, to see that much, but like you know that like it's probably a slow burn. So like the farther they get away from it, the more she's gonna appreciate it. I think that's what I think. I don't know. I I I, I, I just don't. I don't see what good if that had been anybody other than Will Smith, they would have escorted him out. Yeah. And shame on Hollywood. Like it's so easy after the fact to sit here and go, well, we don't, uh, we don't like violence. And, you know, we take this very serious. Really? You take it very seriously. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you? It, it also, I think law, like they, you got to think about this too. They knew he won an award. And yes. this is after. So like if we escort him out, it's going to continue. Like the situation is going to continue to be awkward when he wins. It was awkward when he made that speech. But yeah, but what I'm like that, they're, they're like, which PR thing? Should we just get through this and deal with it yeah. after? Or should we just continue to make it a huge thing right this minute? You know what I mean? Like I, mm. you just kind of flip a coin. I, okay. I don't know what the right answer there is. Maybe not slap it. That's probably that's the right answer, to be honest. All these tough guys that are on Twitter and I and some baseball guys whom I like and respect are like, well, yeah, that's exactly it. I get it. Like, really? Okay, just big picture. And this is the last 30 seconds I want to spend on it. She doesn't have cancer. She has alopecia. Mm. There's a big difference between the two. Um, Yes. Could it be emotionally devastating for Jada Pinkett Smith? It could be. I'm not questioning that. But if Will just yells from the chair, then it's Chris Rock who looks like the asshole. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, no, yeah And then, but instead, Will Smith looks yeah, like but. one. To me, that's the big deal here. Like, guys, you don't have to. She wasn't in imminent danger, right? It just was stupid. Yeah, you weren't defending. Yeah, you weren't defending, you know, physical right. you know, harassment or something in a bar. On. Right? Different. Like, that's, Very different. that's yeah, you, especially to interrupt and walk up there. Yeah, yeah. you made it a. 90,000 times bigger than it needed to be when you could have handled it off screen. All right. Let's get to some baseball stuff. Okay. That was the first meeting with Buck. Buck's awesome, man. Um, I think, I think Buck is, and to be honest, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't know him personally before this, but after just hearing him, uh, the way that, you know, him and the staff and all the guys that came in and uh, uh, just a real quick sidebar, having Joey Cora around is really he doesn't know this yet, but how really cool for me and my family because we were a big oh, fan yeah. of the Joey Cora Mariner days. So, uh, nice. um, and he's tiny. I did not know he was that little. Uh, <laughs> it's really, really funny watching him on TV and then like meeting him in person where you're like twice the size of the person. Uh, but me and Buck, uh, um, meeting everybody has been great. I think that they, you know, Buck has been around long enough and he's been a, or he's been a, in the New York market and, to be honest, he was doing, an, he, he kind of said this uh, and not maybe these explicit terms, but he's just like, you know, I was doing something else that I really liked and I want to do this again because I think I can make a difference, but this isn't like a, I have to do a good job or, or, or like, you know, they'll move on for, you know what I mean? Like there's, uh, there's, there's a certain pressure that comes along with being here and like your leash is just general leash is generally shorter uh, in these markets. You got to win now. And he, uh, he's in a really good spot to like, just handle that which is awesome. Like that's, I, I don't see that being a, 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 a factor in decision-making because it, it, it will, it, it is. And it always is in this market. Like you have to factor in the fact where you are, the type of media there is, the number of fans there are, the way that things are handled here is just a little bit different in other places. Um, and he's really well-equipped. So that's the, first of all, like, that's a big, you're like, awesome. Like it fires you up because, um, you know, it's very easy to get distracted 
Um, and he's just not a guy who gets distracted. So uh, uh, that was, I just, you get that immediately uh, when he's talking and going over stuff. And then uh, one big thing I really loved about not only him, but all the people that are, that are around him now is the number of times they've asked us for feedback on things it's like like a hundred times already just like hey we're we're gonna do this for bun science do you want to do something different or different uh there was a thing with how pitchers are going to cover first like max scherzer for example has a very distinct default he does when the balls hit like how he covers first and what balls he's going to be able to cover or not like on a bun or you know like swinging bun or a tween between first and uh, uh the, the mound and buck was like i would like you guys to go get a ball that usually we're not necessarily going to chase for very long, but he's like the, the, the no man's land when we want you to be able to get there. And we had a really awesome conversation, like as a group of 20 guys, like discussing how we all think about it uh, to make it the, our best chance to work with Pete and make sure that ball is never an issue. And uh, uh, I, it was just a process that like, I'm used to kind of just, they're like, Hey, we're going to do it this way, guys, you know, obviously use your best judgment. And then, but we, came to a conclusion like as a group that maybe we need to make an adjustment on how we're going to try to do it so we communicate that to pete and it was like it was just there was a lot of talking and a lot of like getting to a solution and it involved a lot of players breaking it down as opposed to being dictated what was going to happen so that okay. was just that's just kind of been the theme and for me that's a really 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 great side of a great sign of a, a high functioning group of people that are going to do what it needs do what it needs to do to win a lot of games did he talk to you at all about expectations? I have not had my one-on-one -on -one yet with him. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to happen now. I believe it usually happens about a week, the last week of spring where you go, they go, Hey, like this is kind of the role we envision out of the pen. Like at, at least from day one. So you're not just like, am I throwing the fifth or the eighth, like going into opening day uh, type of thing? Like what day, when do I need to be ready and stuff? So when we have that, usually expectations come up then. Um, but I think that we're kind of lit, we're keeping our expectations to internal um, setting those those standards for ourselves. Um, All right, hold and, on. Uh -uh. You know that that's not it with with what's going on with the moves you guys made with the winning of the offseason. Oh, I know there's all kinds of expectations other places. But, but that's that's kind of cool. Like people oh, it's are great. Like, the Mets but, are a big ass story this year. We're we're. Yes, there are a lot of expectations for the Mets. And I'm going to be honest, there were a lot of expectations for the Mets last year as well. Uh, well it is different than having then? Max. Uh, uh, the difference is it's, it's more, for sure. Uh, we made a lot of acquisitions. I, you know, I think that uh, year two under, in the Cohen era was, was definitely uh, um, open pocketbook for sure. And he's like, you know what, I'm going to go. And I'm, I said I'm doing this. I'm doing it. And he did it. And uh I mean, he still might do it again. I, uh, there's a chance. Uh, there might be someone else. You know, who knows? Mikey C might just appear one day. I don't know. Uh, that's not a hot take. That's just what's happening on Twitter. People are saying it. That's all I'm saying. I'm parroting. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Trust me. You guys know everything before I do. We, you know, when we're traded before we do. So uh, don't look into that too much. But uh, yeah, I, there's a lot of excitement. Um, excitement is always good uh uh it's very easy to just like oh we need to do this and we, we got to win 110 games and you got to just be like okay one day how are we what are our expectations of ourselves daily so that we can compile wins as opposed to thinking about it all of it at once that's just how you play baseball it's just you can't do more than that and be successful dare i say because i believe this 
the New York Mets are more interesting than the New York Yankees this year. Sure. They're more interesting to me. I'm on the team. But uh, yeah, I, I would say that. It just, you know, if I went to Google Trends, maybe the Mets were talked about a little bit more than the Yankees right now. Um, a lot more. I mean, more guys were signed. There's more moves. Uh, you know, they got Donald, uh, JD and, 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 um, kind of Falifa, but, uh, you know, you just having Jake and Max in a, in a, in a rotation, it's, it's, we're so pumped. We're also looking like, man, we really hope those two don't line up like Sundays every week because we're going to be ESPN night games every single week. <laughs> if they're pitching against the ace of another team, we're on, we're going to play we're that day game. That's a night game. Now we're going to fly after that's how it's going to work. That's how what we think about at in the bullpen because no one cares. Like we're just like, hey, we're just here, and now we have you know, now we're going to so be tired that, tomorrow. <laughs> you know that Scherzer's first start is against the Nationals, and it's the Friday night Apple game. It's the first game on Apple. Oh, really? With that, you know that they they signed yes. a deal with Apple. Yes, for yes, the, more, Friday money, night. Money, yeah, yeah. So it's the exclusive. So it will not be on SNY. But, but it's Friday, and those are night games anyway. Right. So. That's I'm true cool with it. That's true too. Um, did you know Max Scherzer at all before being his teammate? Uh, not personally, just played against him a lot. Um, obviously, he is the way that he is on the mound. That's that's he's pretty pretty intense uh, when he's doing anything. Um, but it's 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 really great watching him work, and he's just like a little bit. He's no nonsense, and he just loves to play the game, and he's just not worried about all the extra stuff he just does exactly what he needs to do to stay healthy and he does not want you to take the ball from him until he gets to 120 pitches which i love that i mean but if he how about 72 pitches his first spring training start oh. like everybody around the league was like what is, he's been throwing my bp since november so like i you know like he, he the guy's thrown 50 bullpens before he showed up so like yeah he's ready he he knew he wanted to be ready from day one and he accomplished that he could he could have pitched in a in a he could have opening uh, opening day the first day of spring good for him that's great and great then last me. last sunday i felt bad for those little cardinals they start off with the grom and then they get scherzer out of the bullpen like what a freaking nightmare yeah yep uh i said uh i gave first of all i gave I'm like Jake, you give up more hits than innings, bro. What's wrong with you? Uh, and even though it was three three innings, uh, which is always fun with Jake, but you can't really. I, I don't want to do it too much because then he'll then he'll be like, oh yeah, and then he'll go throw 104 for an outing, um, which which he's trying not to do. I don't. Uh, he's just like, you know what? I want to see if I can just be, have amazing command and and sit 98. I'm like, you just you make me angry every day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, when I saw that on the on the board, I'm like, the biggest thing for me, I was like, did so? Did they ask you if you wanted to pitch first, or did they ask Max if he was okay pitching second? Like, who got asked first? He goes, oh, I got asked first. They asked me, and I said, yeah, Max can piggyback me. And I thought Thank that you. was really funny. <laughs> Is there a competition between the two that you can see? Um, I think that. I'm guessing a little bit here, but I think the Max has a competition with everyone who's good in his head. I think he's got the Michael Jordan thing going a little bit. Not where he sees slights, but just where he's like, I'm better than that guy. Like, just a little bit. You got to have it. But to be as good as you, he is, you got you to find a way to compete and everything. So, um, But knowing Jake, he's just like, he just knows, man. He just knows. He just knows he's on another planet, I think, just talent-wise. So, uh, 
but you can get him going a bit. So, uh, yeah, maybe there's a little competition. I hope there is. Uh, every single team I've been on when I was a starter too, that coming even coming up through the minors and stuff, when we had a bunch of prospects on the team, we'd all try to one up each other, and that made us really good. So, uh, you know, you have that in your own own staff. And I, a guy like Taiwan too, and this is understated. Taiwan's a guy who will get get in your face if you try to pull him too early. And uh, uh, he's been getting 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 that going a little bit too, and I think that he's sneaky. Like, oh yeah, I can throw lots of innings too. So, and I'm like, hey, guys, the more often you fight to keep the ball in your hand, I love it. Go for it. It's great. Okay, baseball season is almost back, and you know what that means? You get a chance to improve your card collection thanks to Tops. In fact, Tops Bunt. It is the official digital trading card of Major League Baseball. It is officially back for the 2022 season. You saw how much fun we had opening the packs digitally on our phone or our iPad or however you do it. We did it out at the John Boy Media Compound in Phoenix, Arizona. I'll tell you, Pete Moylan, he is like the kingpin of the Tops collections. He woke up every day. He's like, Rosie, Rosie, you open your packet? I'm like, no, dude, just chill. Like, let me have my morning coffee and all that stuff that I'm not supposed to drink and eat. And then I'll get to it. He was so excited, and you should be as well. So collect and trade your favorite players from across the league with baseball fans all around the world, like Pete Moylan. He's from Australia. He lives in the States now, but you can make good friends across the globe. You complete sets to earn awards, combine common cards and rarer ones and more, and you bring your card collection to life by setting lineups, using cards in real-time scoring fantasy contests. So you're probably wondering, well, how do I go about doing this thing? For more information, all you have to do is download the free Tops Bunt app. Click in the link in the description or visiting the App Store or Google Play. So who knows? You could end up trading cards with somebody like me or somebody like Pete Moylan. We'll see you soon. So um, obviously Scherzer was the headliner in terms of offseason acquisitions, but you guys made a lot more than just him. Who's the one guy that people aren't talking about enough that's new in camp where you're like, damn, he can really fall. I think Canna is going to be a big, big part of the team just because of how versatile he is and how like, he's just a really, he's just a really, really high quality player. I, that's, I think the only, like he does everything pretty good. Um, you know, he, he, he runs pretty well. He's got a pretty good arm. He plays a really solid outfield, even though maybe he doesn't have as much range as star Marte and, and Nimmo, but like, he, and he's, he'll tell you that, but he's just does, he does everything within his sphere really, really well. And he executes really well and he gets on base and he's a good hitter. And big thing, I think, especially in our division is he's a guy like velocity doesn't really matter to him. He's kind of like Jesus Aguilar in that way. Like, the harder a guy throws, the more he wants to try to hit it foul, pull it foul. <laughs> so uh, see if he can. Uh, and so uh, those guys are just really not fun to pitch to. Um, guys that just are never off fastballs. And he's one of those guys who just, if he gets his heater and guys throw their heaters, he's just not going to miss it. So I think he's going to be a big, big uh, part of the part of the team moving forward and, and mix, mixing him with like Dom and kind of having the versatility for DHs and left field, right field, kind of moving guys around it. And Esky can play the whole infield. We have a lot of flexibility mm -hmm. and we, and uh, a really quality player and Esky can hit for both sides. So it's like, we got a lot of options and our lineup can be very, very different from day, uh, day to day in and day out. Kind of like the giants were last year. Like the whole, they did the whole line change when relievers came in. Uh, and uh, that, I think that is kind of getting in vogue a little bit, having a lot of those guys who, put together quality at bats and um, are able to like draw walks and, and come in pinch hit and still make something happen. Even if it's not like 
bang like get on base and stuff we got a lot of those guys so uh barring injuries we're, we're in place but i think canada's going to be a big big reason for a successful season one guy who is back this year is robinson cano i read that he made an apology to the team how did that go i'm going to be honest that was the day that i uh i had to miss because i got trapped in dallas for a day oh. so the day he apologized i was actually still i was flying to detroit during the during the apology um, you know, Detroit's north of Florida and yeah, north yeah. of Dallas. Not a lot of options, Chris. Not a lot of options. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of options from Dallas to Fort Lauderdale on the day where every single flight got canceled. Uh, and so I had to, I had to take, sneak into one of them. But uh, yeah, so, but what, from what I've heard, it, it went really well. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've been in those situations where, where guys were coming and kind of just, you know, giving context for like, this is what happened. This is why uh and and um I, this isn't you know you don't want to you don't want to do anything you don't want to let your teammates down i think that it comes down to it like nobody wants to let their teammates down no matter what's going on with themselves on their own side whether they feel like they're they need to do something extra to, to compete at a high level still or they need you know what i mean they don't intend to let teammates down so that was from what i heard um um the the main the main theme and uh you know we had marwin uh, come and talk to us after the Astros thing came out in 2022. So 20, 20 as well. So, and his was very, you know, like we got past it very quickly when that happened. So uh, it's better to do that than just be like tiptoe around it for the next, you know, X amount of time. Um, and it's, I think it's always good just to kind of meet those things head on and, and move on. I think we as fans hang on to that a lot longer than you guys oh, as ball players. We, we can't afford to, man. Like we just, there's a lot of things that you just can't like, even if it's never, you don't fully true, truly feel like has ever like completely resolved or like addressed. You just got to move. Like you just got to, you just got to grind through it. That's what we do. We just grind day in and day out and find a way to be in the same room together and just uh, be copacetic as much as you can and try to just try to win baseball games so that you're not, you just, you just can't hang on to that stuff. You're just together too long, too much. So if Carlos Correa, cause he went to your old team now, Minnesota Twins, you know, I imagine the same sort of thing would have had to happen with him. Like, yeah. or would you have, I mean, did you pull Marwin Gonzalez aside one-on-one -on -one when he came up there? No, I, 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 Marwin and I, you know, I don't think that was quite a, that wasn't like a thing that me and him would, would do. Um, mm. But he, Marwin's a really smart guy and he's really honest and like, and like genuine. So it just, it came across really clearly. Um, you know, he, he, it didn't seem, it, it felt very, very like, he's like, Hey, it, it like, it got a, it got out of hand. Like it was one of those things like, you know, you're, we're, we're all out here just trying to win. And then you look back three months later and you're like, what happened? How did we get here? And that, I know that a lot of guys said that kind of that same type of thing. So, uh, you know, Carlos, uh, Beltran when he was there too, also was like, you know, you're just, it goes from like, you're trying to pick up tick tips to like, oh, we have these other options. And, 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 and then you're, before you know it, you're just, you're doing something that's working so well that you can't, you know what I mean? And I, I get that, but it doesn't excuse it at all. But it, it, it was, it was one of those, I, I, I can understand how a group of people could do it for that long together hmm. without anything changing. It's, I, it's a, it happens. I always wonder if, um, like they'll always be well respected and honored in Houston. And, you know, when it's the year 2027, they'll have their 10 year reunion. 
all that sort of stuff. But I'm always curious if those guys ever wear their rings out. Probably not. If they could Depends ever on wear. I, they think about it. I think the big thing is they probably all the other World Series winners ever. They don't think about it. Throw it out on. one second. Wear and it out. I think that there's a little bit more thinking happening, probably. Yeah. Be interesting. I mean, some of them might not at all. Might may, some of them might, might not care at all. But I, I, don't, I don't know. So um, last week was big news in New York City where they there's no more mandatory vaccine in order for athletes to go to work. Mm -hmm. and entertainers to do their thing obviously the big news was Kyrie Irving getting to play for the Brooklyn Nets but this is huge news for your team in particular as well because it's been well known that you guys have if not the lowest vaccination rate one of the lowest yeah were were you worried that a bunch of guys were not going to be able to play this year I was because when it comes to government stuff like we tend to live in our own little world a little bit Uh uh-huh but that's like we don't have much, you know, we don't have much pull when it comes to taxes. So we're not going to have much pull when it comes to, <laughs> you know, vaccine mandates. Uh, so I was just like, we got, there's two trains on the tracks going at each other and nobody's moving. And, you know, me, it wasn't going to affect me, but like, I just was like, Hey guys, if we, if we have to like taxi squad and like, and now I'm, you know, we got real starters that are throwing three innings and we're piggybacking guys and bullpen guys are throwing more innings. I'm not going to be very happy with you. I just want you to know that. I know it's haha funny. Ha-ha, what are we going to do? Haha, but like, let's figure it out, please. Um, fortunately, you know, and especially we work outside and it logically, come on, right? Um, but at the same time, like, I, I totally understand, like, you got to draw a line in the sand and you can't just public especially super public figures you can't just be like you guys are good but everyone else isn't like because that doesn't now it's not effective so I, I i totally understand both sides it's just someone had to give uh um but i think that you know i, I believe the yankees were going to lose some of the some of the big guys too so oh you yeah couldn't, you couldn't let you couldn't let every major athlete in the in the city not play Right. It just never made sense that they'd allow visiting players, but not home players. That also it, didn't make sense. Was, that, we had this in 2022 where, like, we were going city to city and playing, and then at the end, the MLB was like, hey, for the last week, we're going to put you guys in a bubble. Well, now, why? <laughs> just to make sure we got the playoffs in, right? So, right. it was like, that doesn't make any, like, just, you know, I get it. It's an optics thing, but can we just do the logical thing, please? Yeah, good luck with that. Once ever, I'm sure. I'm sure the logical thing is going to work. Uh, do you guys play? I didn't even notice. Do you guys play in Toronto this year? No, no, oh. we don't play. Uh, well, you don't have to deal with that. We play the West. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting when guys are not there, and you know you're not supposed to be able to talk about medical issues. And I guess not getting a vaccine is a medical issue, but it's going to be really interesting when guys are not showing up for series up there uh it's just it's it's so frustrating and there was like and we're talking about i don't know there was something a memo came by from them will be like hey you can have pay or you can have service time you can't have both we're like that i mean that was talked about honestly i don't know where that's at now it might be just completely gone but that was there was that was mentioned at some point and i was i had to i had to step i had to go somewhere i couldn't even address it so um, wait, what you're saying is is that if your team's playing in toronto yeah and but you, you are not eligible to play because you didn't get the vaccine you have a choice we're, we're figuring could, out if that just it counts as you being on the dl and everything's fine or if you're going to lose there's got to be some consequence to not going 
Um, but I'll, I, I will, again, disclaimer, I don't know actually what's been officially, I don't want to create, create some, a bunch of drama about something that's actually not going to happen, but that was a discussion that was happening. And I, I, I had to kind of roll my eyes, like, we don't even need to discuss this. Just you, you get your, it's three days, man. Just give the service time. And like, we don't need to, this doesn't need to be in there to fight about again. Like, we don't need to fight about this thing. Like it's the government that's doing it. Why do you know, why does there need to be a, an, additional consequence <laughs> right you know what i mean so anyway All right uh that might not I, even be a thing right now so. i've kind of buried the headline here where is donnie where's donnie donnie's at home back in the pacific northwest yeah with with mom and uh her sister elsie they're they're they didn't come down um we didn't have time uh and to be honest if they were with me it would have been 10 times worse that nightmare that i had like having two cats getting into a hotel room where they definitely weren't going to allow animals and finding two, uh, finding a litter box. Oh, it would have been at one in the morning. Oh, no shot. We would have had to put like a, just a tarp on the, or like a plastic bag on the ground with some sand or something. I have no idea what we would have done. I don't know if they would have been able to go to the bathroom. Oh God. Just pee you, in the crates. So the last couple of days we had a commercial shot in the house. We were out. Oh. It was with cats Oh no! Oh my God! Oh no! What happened? Never happened. Hold on. Oh no! <laughs> my camera died. Ah. For those of you joining us audio only, I am getting on uh, on our picture. No signal. Check if cables are properly and securely connected. Number two, input input source devices on. Trevor May, the most technical player. It's technically never sound player in the history of okay we yeah we might just need to power through this give it five minutes to, to catch up on charge i think that i think what happened was it died and i wiggled the, the thing around and it just wasn't fully charged up i'm so sorry oh my gosh oh no well, so we're just gonna have to put a, a, a beautiful still picture of trevor may up there yeah. on the youtube side of yeah. things we've had to do this once on my podcast so we'll okay that's we'll, we'll power through um, so yeah, we had, we had cats around the house. There were like a dozen cats here. And apparently the trainers are mean as shit too. Really? Oh yeah. Like they're the they constantly yelling at the crew. Like, do not look at the cat that way. Is this but, a secret like commercial? Like what the hell was this for? No, I think it was just for uh, an ad for like uh, Purina or something. You know, you rent your house. house out. You have like an amazing house for, for commercials. It's it's a nice house. We had the we had the property brothers here last week. What's happening? Are you are you just like on a picturesque hill or something? No, like, no, no, no. It's just a nice. It's a nice, simple, very open floor plan house. How do you but, even get in a list for that? Like, uh, like it's interesting. So yes, you can. There are agencies which will put your house up on a website, and you know they're shooting commercials or promos or. You know, if you really get lucky, a movie scene or, you know, we've seen all that sort of stuff. And there's a bunch of houses on our street that are used for this sort of stuff. Oh, interesting. That pay good. <laughs> it pays. My house is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting because you never notice little things that are wrong, like a nick in the floor or on the corner of a doorway or something, because you just never notice it. Right. You're just walking around every day. We came back last night and I was like, what is that? And Michelle is down on the floor, like putting her finger over our nice wooden floor. She's like, that's a Nick, but I don't know what it was caused by. 
Was it caused by the Property Brothers shoot or the cat shoot? I'm like, or maybe we did it. She's like, shush, you shush your mouth. So it's very strange. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So there you go. We've had we've shot three commercials in our career, and two have been with the Property Brother. And Michelle's like, well, did they like our house? I'm like, I don't know if they liked our house. Like, who, what seems, are they? Well, what I wonder was in the commercial were they acting like they were working in your house because that seemed kind of. So I think it was just a promo for HGTV. Okay, gotcha. I, I don't think it was anything that they were. You know, are you an HGTV guy? Uh, I was. My mom loves HGTV, so I yeah. was just like popping. Actually, Kate kind of likes it a little bit too sometimes. So yeah, it's good. yeah, it's fine. It's there's yeah. always some interesting stuff that'll pop up there. Speaking of housing, have you found a place for the season? I have. We found uh, we found a place uh, kind of by where everyone else lives um, over in Long Island City. Huh. Uh, that's kind I of a good popular destination. It's like between Brooklyn and Queens, um, which is. Nice. So there's a lot of good restaurants and stuff, but it's not in the city either. It's on the other side, so you don't have to cross a bridge. Just don't. If you're going to play in the New York area, guys, just don't put a bridge between you and the stadium, and you'll be good. You'll avoid those hour and a half days when it should be 20 minutes, I think. So you'll drive to the stadium every day? You won't take the train, right? No. No, well, no. Drive. You scoffed at me. No. No, you don't get on the train. Are you kidding me? Well, some people love oh, it. Oh. 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 Now we're oh god, what's going on? Yeah, we did it. We're back. Hopefully, he doesn't die again. Oh my uh, gosh, that that's a, a, an extreme close up of your face. By the way, you got a good shave today. That was good. Oh yeah, I definitely shaved in the last four days. Holy smokes! All right, um, couple other things. How are you? Like, are you ready for the season? We're basically a week out here, and. You know, I know we talked in the off season. You didn't know exactly when to ramp up because of negotiations, all that sort of stuff. Are you going to be ready to go full bore, or do they have to kind of slowly walk you into the season? As close to full bore as possible. There's no. Let's just put it this way. There's no like actively taking it easy. Um, I think the one thing's going to happen is just like 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 stuff, velocity, movement. Uh, I mean, command's going to be a work in progress. I think everybody's going to be. You know what? I, I will I'm say so that. angry. We're just going to leave it. Okay. Uh, that's just, this is just unacceptable. See, the problem um, is your battery, what didn't build up enough stamina in the off, yeah. off season. So it's already exhausted just, you know, 37 minutes into a conversation. Yeah. It's always, uh, it's always plugged into, I don't know what's going on. Um, so ramping up, I, I, I feel, I feel good stuff. I mean, I, I think I, I got, got velo almost to where it is normally already uh the other day the pro the thing that's going to be interesting is like recovering you gotta get in shape to recover quickly so like the frequency of pitching will be a probably a little bit more um spread out at least for the first week or two as it would be at the end of spring uh so you're gonna try, try to go every other day like i'm gonna try to get at least one like pitch day off pitch before we go possibly like a pitch like pretty pretty uh heavy bullpen the next day as in to get like a, a back-to-back just there's not enough games like we just don't have enough time to get a back-to-back -back in so it might be a week or two before you see any pitcher throw back-to-back -back, just at the beginning uh at least for us uh, just because it's not worth like getting a guy hurt just because they didn't have so i'm gonna i'm gonna have five appearances i've had two i'm gonna get three in the next six seven days oh. and then take a couple days off and just go right in but in terms of like 
are you going to be ready? I just kind of answer it like this. I don't really have a choice, never really do have a choice in anything. So I'm just going to say, yes, yes, I will be ready, uh, ready in quotation marks, whatever ready means at that point, it's going to have to be good enough. Where, uh, where do you guys open up? I don't even know. DC. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, we'll we get rained out probably that. opening day. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. Uh, let's spin the wheel of moderately interesting things so you can go charge your camera battery. All right. But you'll be happy to know that for the 100th episode, there are five new categories. Yay. Wow. Feigned enthusiasm. This we can't do this one. What's it say? You can't it, see me. It says the small screen. Uh-huh. And what that is is what is the photo that is on your iPhone. Unless you want to send That's it. Not even interesting. Yeah, you spin it again. Spin it again. Spin. You don't like that one? Out of a word. All right. All right, small screen. All right, you have a choice of either feeling good or meet and greet. Meet and greet. Meet and greet it is. How did you and your bride meet? Uh, I met Kate. Um, There are things in uh, college called fraternities called grab-a-dates. So I was spending... Uh, a couple weeks up with my buddy at University of Washington when I was 20, just turned 21. Uh, my girlfriend had broke up with me uh, for about a month before that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going up to Seattle. I'm going to hang out because I was in my hometown living with my parents still at the time. And I was like, I'm going to go up to Seattle and hang out with my friends. Uh, and then, so basically I was an honorary member of their fraternity. I stayed there all the time. I like stayed with him, but like I lived in the fraternity and then eventually moved into my own room. They like, honorary i had to leave on mondays when they did their uh you know their secret meeting whatever it's just part of fraternities they have a meeting every monday and i had to leave the building there had no non-members are available or are are allowed in so i have to go get dinner or something for two hours uh but uh i met her because they did a gravitate while the pledges the young guys the the freshmen they say hey go to the sororities and see if anyone is around halloween and they do a thing called halloween at uw because Everyone lives kind of close, so they uh-huh. they do their gatherings, their their like social events during the week as opposed to on the weekend, like most colleges do. So they do it. They build up to Halloween's on like Thursday. So they did gravitate where they did pumpkin carving. So like you have to find a date, someone to a new go make a new friend. Go to the go to the sororities. This is how we make you guys go get out of your comfort zone. So we were walking door to door. Some of them knew some some of the pledges knew some people already from some specific sororities. And uh, we went to ZTA, which is Kate's sorority. The fourth one we went to, <laughs> everyone else turned us down. So we got there. And fortunately, someone we knew opened the door. And she was all excited. She had nothing to do. So it worked out. And then she went and asked some of their freshmen, hey, do any of you want to go to this? And Kate was like, oh, please, I don't want to do homework anymore. So that's she came to the door. And that's when I first met her. And then we uh, carved a pumpkin. It was terrible. Um, then later that. Later that weekend, week, we did a beer. There was a beer pong tournament, as you do in college. And I invited her to that. And I'll remember, I could, I, she told me her last name about 48 times. I could not hear her. And her last name is, her maiden name is Borgness. It's Norwegian. And there's like three Borgnesses in the world. Wait, what and is it? 
Borgness, B-O-R-G-N-E-S. Borgness. Yeah, some one of the hardest to hear and pronounce. So I had to ask her friends what her name was so I could add her on Facebook. That's how I didn't get her number first. I added her on Facebook first. And then oh, I got so you number. you knew pretty quickly. You were like, I was, I was I was very interested, and she she turned out to be pretty interested. And we dated. We started dating on New Year's or the day before New Year's that year. And I was leaving for spring in two months, and she was cool with it. And uh, you know, we made a plan two and a half months into our relationship to go to Paris the next off season in December. So we made a plan oh. nine months in the future after been da- dating for three. And we didn't think about it at the time, but now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, we kind of knew, didn't we? <laughs> wow. We kind of did. That's a bold move. Really bold. So you wait, were you in the Phillies organization at this point or had you been traded? Yes. I was in the Phillies organization the next off. Maybe it was two off seasons later. So we were a year and a half in our relationship when I got traded. Okay. That's a good story. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what we were party. Yeah. That's it. What frat was it? Uh, Phi Kappa Sigma. Okay. Phi Caps. They have, they're, they're known as Phi Pools because they have a pool. They're like one of the two, uh, oh my God. the, the I, two, uh, two frats of the pool. I love Very it small. that you, um, that you, you were like an honorary member who had his. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, turnout was a little bit low that year for the for the old it was a very tight knit knit group of uh, guys not a big not a big fraternity not a big a lot of open rooms so got it I, and i got the worst one are bad. you still buddies with any of those guys oh they're all still great friends we had a hard oh. swarming party and i think like 10 guys from that from that house all came uh this off season so how cool uh, is that yeah we're all my best friend was in that my other like that best friend actually moved to, I, you know, he moved to San Diego a while back, but the guys I met there now are my really close friends that I see all the time. So pretty much I everyone love that. that I hang out with was in that frat. That is a phenomenal story. Yeah. I'm on board. Do you want to hear how Michelle and I met? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, first on-air TV job in Reno, Nevada. I was working Ooh, for Reno. the NBC affiliate, News 4. Uh, Michelle had just moved up there probably nine months earlier. She was a teacher. Um, but in Los Angeles, they were only looking for bilingual and special ed and she was neither. So she wasn't allowed to go away to college. So she moved up to Reno where her mom's best friend had lived. She ended up working at a a preschool up there, or I think she was a kindergarten teacher up there, but her sister and I worked at the same TV station, her sister, Denise, who asked me, are you single? It was after a month I had gotten there. I'm like, oh boy. She's like, it's not for me. It's for my sister. I was like, okay. Showed me a picture and I was like, wow, she's really cute. We ended up meeting on a Friday night at a bar called Chewies and Jugs after my Friday night high school football show. And I remember walking in with a good buddy of mine named Kevin Mahan, who was our uh, videographer. And I turned to him and I said, God, I hope that's her. And it was her. So we, uh, we hit it off. And that was that. That was 27 years ago. So were you like, hey, great to meet you. Can you meet us at Chewy's and Jugs? Yeah, that's a, but that's a, it was a fun bar for everybody. Everyone knew. Yeah, it, it was one of those like, yeah. it, it's a weird name for me to hear, but like everyone else around knew about it. So it yeah. was weird. Yeah. So the better part was the next night it was a Saturday. And I, so I was, I was uh, anchoring the coverage. And back then we didn't have cell phones. So she called the station phone and I picked it up and she's like, it's Michelle. And I was like, oh, she was out at a casino. She's a little tipsy. She's like, what are you doing later? I was like, oh, well, I've got the newscast till 1130, but then I'm out. So I went over to her place and we hung out 
her sister comes home at like one in the morning. We're just sitting around talking and she goes, what the fuck are you doing here? I was like, uh, remember you introduced us. So <laughs> step off lady. That's so, funny. How, yeah. how old were you when you met? I was 20, uh, 24. Wow. 24. We got, I got married at 26 and I was a dad at 29. So that works. That's a pretty good trajectory right there. I'm, I'm behind you there but no don't be don't worry about being behind things have changed and i have immensely. been together for 11 yeah. yeah so we were at a wedding this off season and uh they did the anniversaries dance mm. and they're like all right if you've been together for one year or married for one year and right you sit down and then in the three years we're still out there five years we're still out there we look around every one of our friends that were there for you including the people who got the people got married they're they're 32 so like we're we're just now getting everyone married in, in the early 30s right a very progressive group of people and we look around and it's us and just a bunch everyone's parents it's us and everyone's parents all the aunts <laughs> and uncles so we're the only ones even younger than 58 out uh, there and then they're like all right 10 years we're get, let's get we gotta go sit down this is i yeah, mean we're we, proud of it we're also like we don't want to be there yet no but listen whatever it is everybody's got their own path we've got 25 years coming up this september so wow it's gonna be a good one he's gonna go to a movie and dinner yeah well we're at, we're actually about to celebrate here uh for we're, we're gonna break it up into like several trips this year wow. several short trips instead of Ooh. a long one because when we still have one in high school i don't want we don't want to go for like two short weeks. trips are better anyways they just are yeah i agree with you i would much rather just do like weekend things than totally yeah we're gonna take a nice four day or coming up right at the beginning of the baseball season Ooh. and um i cannot wait have fun wait. be awesome Except my dad bot is out of control right now. But that's another story. Um, thank you, as always, for giving us some time here today. I wish you the best of luck at the start of your season. Of course. And we will thank catch you. up somewhere down the road once you are uh, in your palatial estate up there in, in the New York area or maybe on a road trip. And I'll buy you a new uh, battery to charge for your camera. It's fine. It just got jostled at some point. You should see this setup. There's, I don't care at all about this being uh, efficiently hooked up. It is just a nightmare here. But you know what? This is uh, never want to see this place again. So I don't really care. Perfect. Perfect. I can't wait to see what sort of like cartoon picture we put up of Trevor May over the last 15 minutes. Yeah, of the podcast. Sure it'll be great. You're going to have to check it out. I'm sure Robbie will come up with something special as he always does. Speaking of, shout out to our producer extraordinaire, the one and only Robbie Scirocco. For Trevor May of the New York Mets, I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.